You're listening to another episode of Total Talk Nonsense with John and Scott. All right, Total Talk Nonsense with John and Scott. I'm John. And I'm Scott. And this is episode 265, Scott. That's right, John. Episode 265, and we're back after a one-week layoff. And it's a Monday night. we got a lot going on. we got the Bears game. we got the seventh game of the Giants-Cardinals. And we got the last presidential debate, uh, which should be focusing on foreign policy. And our choice this evening is the Bears game. Because I already made up my mind. No doubt, Scott. Who I'm going to vote for. Right on, John. So speaking of that, let's yeah. get, try to get TP on the line, see who he's going to vote for. We tried last week. Let's try again. All right. Let me bring down the backing track. All right. Is there two weeks till the election? I make great, great sound effects, don't Election I? is two weeks from tomorrow? Is that right? Yeah. Two weeks from tomorrow. How about that, John? It's out of sight. Yeah, it's Come ringing. On, Come on, pick up. It's ringing. Pick, pick up. up. TP. Pick up. He's got to have uh, two two four. Yeah. Big Rod one programmed in. He's got to know it's us, right? Yeah. Hello. Hey, TP. What's happening, man? Hey, man, I'm working. Come on, you're working. There's a Bears game. I'm working. What time you get off? Go. Time to get off? 9.30. 9.30? Can we call you? No, I'm going home to watch the Bears game. <laughs> <laughs> All right, before you go, who are you going to vote for two weeks from now? Who are you going to vote for? Romney. Right Have on. Nice All right. Later. All right. Later. Bye-bye. He's a working All right. man. All right, it's TP. He gets paid hourly. Yeah. He's voting for Romney. Yeah. Go figure. Well, he's going to get that time and a half, and he's worried, <laughs> and he knows Romney's going to bring his taxes down. Oh, right. Him right down to yeah. zero. <laughs> right away, you know. He's going to reduce the deficit and reduce taxes. Yeah. I want to see that math. It's magic. It must be with his magic underwear. Well, you know, I read somewhere. Ta-da! Look at. <laughs> I don't have the documentation, but I read somewhere that all the elders of the Mormon Church, yeah, um, they are given permission to go ahead and lie if it promotes their vision and uh, their God, who lives on planet Kalab. Oh my! See that? Well, there you go. I don't know if that's true or not. I wouldn't put it past the Mormons. I mean, the whole thing is based on a Joseph Smith fucking con. Where did Mormon come from, the term? Uh, I don't know. Did they just switch the R and the O? Maybe. Morons? <laughs> and added an M? <laughs> Could be. Could be. You just don't know. More. Do you? Just They just put an M in there. Mormon. Otherwise, it's morons. You moron! What the hell are we supposed to do, you moron? <laughs> what is that from? Animal House. My kids love that. They've never seen the movie. They just see. They've seen that part. 
What the hell are we supposed to do? You moron! That, that guy only has one line, one right? One line, that's it. <laughs> He's got glasses like mine? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What the hell are we supposed to do? You moron! <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Well, I'll I'll try to line up TP for next Monday. You got anything going on next Monday? We're going to be here the day yeah, before election. No All right. I'm going to I'm going to try to get him lined up. It's also before uh, Halloween. Halloween. Yes. 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 That's right. Oh, we got two Mondays before the election. Right. Two Mondays, John. Two. We got Halloween. Yes. Hello. So I next week, John, our top ten horror movies yeah. of all time. Give me your souls. Most of mine are from the eighties. Need effect on, on Satan. I command thee to embrace the darkness. I command thee to embrace the darkness. Take a walk in the valley of the darkness. I need souls. I want the souls. I need the souls. Why do we have a I Satan souls, soundboard? Man. We we can have Satan come on the show. <laughs> That's right. Crying the out best loud. part of waking up is Satan in your cup. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we got to have a soundboard of Satan, you know, for the hell of it. Get it? Mm-hmm. Oh, how perfect. That's right. Take my hand. Walk in the valley of the darkness. Yes. Yeah, yeah. All right. So what? What have you been up to That's for right. two Puerto weeks? Rico. Two weeks we've been out uh, there. The John. perfect weight if I were eleven feet tall. The perfect. You've been up to the perfect weight if you were eleven feet tall. That's right. I'm doing the math. Punch me in the fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't do. Don't try so hard on the math. Okay. What did I do? My daughter's failing physics. Really? Yeah. Failing an F? Well, a, a low D. A low D. Yeah, we had a discussion with her today, and she she didn't like it. What are they studying? I don't know. Today they did uh, some project where uh, they passed around a lead brick. So I think they were doing, I forget what they call it, a section or a session or... Something they passed around a lead brick. They were studying either inertia or force or I don't know what, but they passed this 15 pound lead brick to everybody, and then the teacher like tripped and dropped the brick, and everybody's laughing. You know, he like fell behind the desk, and they're laughing, and he gets up and he just stares at all the kids like he's really pissed. And he whips the brick at two girls in the class. Come on. And everybody goes, ah! He whips the brick? Yeah. Whips the brick. He whips the brick at them. (laughs) And it turns out it's a fake brick. (laughs) He's just teasing them. (laughs) What a great lesson in inertia. Yeah. Yeah. In mass. You're right. Yeah. Here, catch this! (laughs) Doink! (laughs) Yeah, and then he did some other demonstration with like a glass of water and some some uh, wooden blocks or something underneath, and then he was knocking the wooden blocks off so that the water would just drop straight down. Uh, then he did the uh, did something with the old pull the pull the uh, the tablecloth from underneath the dishes thing, mm-hmm. 
but I don't know. She's she's not getting it. She's having a hard time with the uh, the understanding of it, and she thought she aced the test, and it came back. She got like a sixty-two. Sixty-two. Yeah, that's not it's uh, not good. And she just took the PSATs on Saturday. How'd she do there? The PSATs. She doesn't know yet. When did she, she find out? She feels like she did well. Everybody but, uh, takes those at the same time, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my daughter took those too. Yeah. my She took them like two or three weeks ago. What she failed to tell me, though, was the testing is like from eight to noon. Yeah. And then they get the rest of the day off of right. school. So she rolls in at like four. I'm like, why are you so late? Because she gets out at 3.30. Yeah. She's home by 3.45. We had testing today. Oh, did it run late? No, we got out at noon, and I hung out with my friends. Hey, hey, I need to know that. I need to know where you're at. <laughs> whatever, Dad. Yeah, that's that's what I get. Yeah, whatever. Why are you being so mean, Dad? We got rules. You don't want to follow the rules? You're grounded. It's my daughter's How's birthday that? today. Oh. She's 15. Why are you home? We did the cake. We did the, uh, I got her, I asked her, whatever you want for dinner. You know, like we can go out somewhere. I'll have a Domino's pizza. <laughs> really? All right, I'll get that for you. Nice. That's easy. We celebrated My, our birthdays. Mine's, let's go to Gibson's. Right. I want a big, giant $48 steak. What? Yeah. We, we celebrated uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Actually, I it, it, Emma, it's like her birthday every goddamn day. Yeah. She's so entitled. Uh, I should tell her that next time. Oh, so I had to take my son swimming today. So I pick him up right from school. I go to the pool. So my daughter gets home, but she left her key in her room. So she can't get in the house. So she starts texting me. Where are you? I'm like, at the pool with Brody. He's got swim team. Well, walk home and bring your key Uh, and let me in. Here we go. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's not happening. I don't know. Did I tell you this already? To get a fucking (laughs) push button lock. (laughs) God damn it. How about she can learn responsibility... This is like the fifth key okay. she's had. You keep running to the door then while she's I didn't kicking run the to glass the door. in. I said, I'm not coming home. And she's like, it's my birthday. Hey, your birthday's every day. <laughs> the way you treat me. <laughs> if you want to get it, come, just walk over. It's like the three blocks. It's three blocks. Yeah, it is. Right. Just walk right over and get it. I am not going to do that. Then sit there. Yeah. So she sat there. So then... It's time to go, and I said, uh, "Well, Brody, where's your goggles? Because he goes through goggles all the time. He he loses them. <laughs> so I'm making him look all over the pool. He can't find them. I make him go to the lost and found. He can't find them. And then I see these two kids that are in the lane next to him. They're like 12 years old. One of the kids wearing his goggles, and right. he's holding his other pair of goggles. You're like, hey. Well, I didn't say anything. I said, Brody, that kid's got your goggles. Go get your goggles. So he goes whales at him. So he walks over. No, the kid's like 12. Uh, so he walks over. He's like, hey, where'd you get those goggles? And the kid's like, I got him at the goggle store. Oh. So then I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. Now I got I to gotta get involved with this? If you were smart. So they, these kids take off. They start swimming. They're swimming away from him. He catches them. He's like, hey, just give me my goggles. I got to go. And they're like, no, they're not your goggles. Oh, and he, he had another friend there. So his other friend is blocking Brody so he can't oh, get to this oh, kid. Oh, look at Cutler. Are you stupid motherfucker. Throw the ball! Sorry. Cutler got sacked. He he's, looks like he has a head injury. Yeah. 
He's so out. I got to chase these kids around the pool until idiot. I get close enough to yell at this kid. So I finally get over by this area, and my son's talking to him, and he's like, hey, just give me my goggles. And the kid's giving him a hard time, and I'm like, hey. And he looks at me. Are those your goggles? Well, yeah. Uh, no. They're his. Well, can you give him his goggles? Because you're wasting my time! (laughs) I have to go! (laughs) So he gives Brody the goggles, and then there's no I'm sorry. He just swims away. I can't wait to go Wednesday. I can't. I want to see his parents. I'm going to confront his parents and tell them what an asshole they have for a kid. Oh, my God. I'm sure you're setting a great example for your son. <laughs> my son felt kind of bad that I had to get involved. Yeah. He was like, Dad, I, you know, I'm sorry. I should have taken care of it. I'm like, those kids were not appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you said. No, let's hear what you really said. <laughs> I did catch myself. And when I yelled at the those kid. Those kids were a bunch of fa- uh, I, uh I had to edit. I edited myself yeah. so that I, because... If I start, because there was a life, I was right by the lifeguard. Uh, <laughs> so if I start dropping f bombs, I don't think we'll be allowed back. So I, I, I edited those out. But I was so I went. I was having a great day, a great day. And this twelve-year-old asshole just give my son his goggles. Yeah. So he was telling my son, "Well, I broke my pair, so I found these." Yeah. It's like, yeah, those are mine. Just Can I just get them? No, <laughs> prove it. Prove it. Oh, you're going to find a size 11 up your ass. Yeah. 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 Oh, prove the shoe wasn't already in your ass. Goddamn kids, man. Well, where do they get off? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Pisses me off. But we, we went home and then... Uh, uh, we let Emma in, and Emma's on uh, Facebook, you know, because she's got 76 birthday wishes. Yeah. And um, I ordered her pizza, and then I said, uh, okay, I'm going to pay for it. you got to get the door. But, Dad, it's my birthday. All right, I'll get the door, too. Crying out loud. So she had pizza. She eats half of it, and she throws the other half out. I'm like, <laughs> Emma, can you offer me some pizza? Is, is color running into the... Or is he coming back out? He's coming back out. Sorry. <laughs> I'm so distracted. <laughs> he just had the play. He was in the play. Uh, no, he wasn't. It was number two. Oh, that's why. <laughs> Look at that. Look at that. Wham! Ow. Oh, no wonder. He was seeing fucking stars. He's back. Yeah, he, he looks back, too. Throw a couple of interceptions. <laughs> I'm going to get rid of it. Who is that, Hester? I don't know. Yeah, it is. Get him off the he field. He can't catch. He can only catch when the ball's punted Look to him. Look at this. Look at this. This guy purposely he like does like a judo move And he on didn't him. get a penalty? Look at this. He throws the leg yeah, and yeah. wham! That's, That's illegal. Awesome. He didn't get a penalty. No. Oh, look at his neck. I oh. wonder if they'll review it. And, uh, oh, his neck leaves going... <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like a horror show. Oh, so my daughter got the new iPod Nano. She got a oh, bunch nice. of gift cards, and she got there. You an, go, a little payback. She got an Aeropostale, Aeropostale, 
and nice. uh, 25 bucks. She doesn't want it. So I get to use that one. She doesn't want what? The Aeropostale. How do you say it? Aeropostale? Whatever. Yeah. You get to use what? Her gift card, because she doesn't shop there. I mean, my God, Dad, nobody sh- nobody cool shops there. <laughs> what do they shop at? Pink? They shop at Pink and at um, PacSun. John oh, PacSun and um, where else? Where else? There's one other place. I don't know. I can't remember it. Damn kids. Yeah, so I got to wait till summer, and I'll get some of those. Uh, I like their shorts that they have. Yeah. Nice. Who gave her the gift card? Um, her uncle. <laughs> so when she doesn't show up with it, hey, how'd you like your gift card? Uh, uh it was great. <laughs> My dad's wearing it. My dad took it. He's My such dad, an ass. What a jerk. Yeah. 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 What else? What else with the kids? Oh, Brody got his cast off. Nice. So he gets his cast off. He's swimming again. Uh, we're playing basketball. Uh, loose ball. So we're playing one-on-one. There's a loose ball. We're both going after the loose ball. It bounces off the truck, and yeah. he goes to grab it, and it jams his thumb. Oh! So his thumb is all... Swollen. Swollen and black and blue. And Dad, can I get another cast? Well, I'm, he's like, uh, he got upset because it's always the right hand. I don't want to go back to the doctor. Blah. So we're just kind of sitting on it right now. You can still wiggle it, but it's his nails turning all blue. Oh, yeah. So I don't know. I don't think it's broken. Nah, it's fine. Thumbs like a... Like a rubber branch. Yeah. 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 Um, that's about it, I guess, with the kids. With the kids. Nothing really eventful happened to me. No. Mm-mm. My son had a great football game this weekend. He's getting more playing time? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. played the whole game. He played both sides of the ball. He ran with the ball. Uh, that's played. coming off an injury, right? Yeah. Yeah. Ran with the ball. He um, played linebacker. He played defensive tackle. Uh, got in on a couple of crucial plays. They won 26-6. to They gave the other team a touchdown. They let him have it. They gave it to him? Yep. Coaches were talking on the sideline. My wife was running the sticks. She was uh, doing the down marker. Or not the down markers. Yeah, whatever. What a- the yard markers and uh, she overheard them. Yeah, let him have this one. You know, so it wouldn't be a slaughter because then they'd have to go to a running clock and it's embarrassing. So, oh, good sportsmanship. Well, Maine South freshman team beat somebody sixty nine to nothing. <laughs> wow, there was, <laughs> there was none of that uh, a sportsmanship yeah. in your face, <laughs> face mask. No. Yeah, so I was very proud. And uh, they decided to do a to like a toilet bowl game since they're in last place. Or they're just in the second last. And so they want to play the last place team for a bowl game next Sunday. Nice. And it's going to be fucking cold. Oh, the ball. The ball splurted out. Went out of bounds. Ugh, again. That's like four times. Um, 
Oh, where's the game, man? What time? Uh, I'll let you know. Yeah, let me know. Come yeah. on and check out uh, Nate playing both sides of the ball. I hope it will let him play again uh, on the offense. Hopefully some guys don't show up and then he'll get to play. So, oh, oh, and a knee to the head. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a busy week. I did a lot of practicing. Because you had your gig, John. Yeah. Your gig at PJ's Pub. P.S. Pub. <laughs> P.S. Pub. Oh, my God. <laughs> and it's attached to a liquor store. Yeah. That is so cool. So when we're in the, the bar, I walk into the liquor store, and I'm checking out you know what they have. And I look at the, I find the Knob Creek. Right. Knob Creek at Costco, twenty three dollars a yeah. bottle. Knob Creek at this liquor store, I think they wanted forty five dollars. Wow. Are you sure it wasn't the big giant bottle? No, they had the big giant one. That was like sixty five. Oh man. Who the fuck would shop at that goddamn I don't liquor know. store? Well, I didn't see anybody in there when I was in there except the cash cashier. Yeah. Yeah. That owner lady, uh, that She's, was the owner's daughter. Yeah, owner's daughter. She said to my uh, my wife's like, that drummer is fucking awesome. Have you seen this band before? They're awesome. My wife says, yeah, I have. This is the first time my husband's been drumming. That's your husband? You are so lucky. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome, man. Yeah. That is so awesome. You are so lucky. Yeah, yeah, was rocking. That reminds me of a quick story, John. When I first my got wife, married, my wife said when when we were gonna when you were coming over five minutes before you came over, she was gonna crank Guns and Roses just for you. We'll get into that. So, uh, <laughs> reminds me of a quick story. Uh, when I got first got married to my wife, uh, we used to work out at the Recplex. So, um, when you went to the Recplex, you would check in, but then you had to also check in if you went swimming. Because there were different types of passes, you know? So she gave her pass, and her name had changed to my name. So she gave her pass to these girls at the desk. Uh, And I I was already in the pool. And they said, uh, uh, Marsha, bonk! Are you, uh, uh, do you know Scott? Bonk! And she said, well, yeah, he's my husband. Oh, my God, he's a living legend. A living (laughs) legend. Legend. Yeah. He measures the deep end with his cock. <laughs> the reason is because they used to, they used to at, at Main West, where we went to school, they used to have alumni meets. Used to. And uh, I used to go back and swim against the high schoolers, and I was uh, like 20 and 1. Yeah. In 100 fly against the uh, high schoolers. I lost to the guy who eventually broke my record. Nice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so let's back up. Now, I think John. I've heard this story on the show let's like six up. times now. I only heard it like once, yeah. just now. Uh, no, I so let's back up now, John. Um, so Saturday was the gig, right? Yeah, it was a Saturday gig. Yeah, and uh, I earlier roadie, I said I will be your roadie, and uh, you said all right, best roadie ever. Come at be at my house at seven o'clock. I was here at seven. And then uh, you had already loaded up your car. Yeah. But Joe was here, uh, Joe's son, uh, Nate, Beth, who else? That was it. My daughter. Your daughter. 
Um, and and Joe got to sleep over. Yeah. You asked me to sleep yeah. over, but I said, I'll be all right. And I went home. Want to sleep over. Yeah. <laughs> so you already had your car loaded. Everybody yeah. else, where did they go? Did they go to dinner or something? <clears throat> yeah. So they went out to dinner. Dinner. You and I, you drove. And at first we couldn't find the place. Right. We drove right by it. Both of us. The both of us. It's more my fault than yours, John. I was the navigator, right? And it, we drove right fucking by this place. Right. And I'm like, Google Maps must be wrong. <laughs> you're there. It told us you're, you're there. <laughs> We're right here. Yeah. I don't see it. Because I was looking at the liquor store. Yeah. And it's kind of uh, behind it's the liquor like store. It's like buried in there. Yeah. yeah. P.S. Pub, John. Pub. So we roll in there. We got there before everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. So we got a head start. Well, except for Dave the singer. Oh, he Dave was there. the singer was yeah. there. He was already in the parking lot right. talking to people. Yeah. So uh, he's like, yeah, just set up here in the middle there. So we loaded up or unloaded. We got your drum set up pretty quickly. Yeah. Right. Boom. Done. Oh, you had to. Oh, wait a minute. We got to back up a little bit because you had to go pick up some drum mics. Well, no. No? You weren't with me for that. I wasn't with you for that. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to, and I went to Rick's to pick them up. And actually, I haven't. We have to digress even more. Yes, more digression. More digression. What do you got in your mouth? But before we get to that, John, let me just give some background. So, John and Rick. You've been you've known Rick for twenty five years, twenty um, twenty five, yeah, something like that. Twenty two. You originally started playing uh, with Kangaroo Court, yeah. then Phil, the bass player, who's been on the show, yeah. who's now in Genius and was in Catheter, played with you guys. Right. Then he left. You went through a couple other bass players. Then I joined the band, yes. John. And uh, for about six years, you, Rick, and I played in a Kangaroo Court, right. and that ended what about two years ago? Yeah. And since then, I haven't talked to Rick in two years, but you and Rick uh, played with other bass players. You brought in Tommy, I think. Is that yeah. right? So you played a little longer than that, yeah. but then the band kind of disintegrated. Yep. And then you haven't talked to Rick for, what, a year? Since last May. Last May. I'd say 10th or between the 10th and the 26th. I can't remember the exact date. So, but, Rick, yeah. he, he reaches out to you and he says, hey, let's record a Christmas song. Is that yes, the first reach out? That, well, actually, it's been back and forth. I think he wished you happy birthday and me, and I wished him happy birthday and happy new year and uh, shit like that. He was off of Facebook until, like, the first of the year. And then, um, yeah, and then he asked me about recording a Christmas song, which I want to do, but we haven't had much time. Are you interested in that? Just one song? Well, I don't know. Maybe like a couple. Yeah, three, a couple. Like three, sure. Like a little threefer. A threefer, yeah. Kangaroo Court. I'll do that. You got to uh, tell me what they are, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, I said, yeah, that's great. And then I thought, after practicing with Ripper for this band, Alternate Past, he told me, yeah, we mic up the whole set, but the drummer, you know, you're going to have to bring your own mics. I'm like, oh, I got him. No problem. So I looked through my stuff and I couldn't find him. So I text or uh, I reached out to Rick on Facebook and he said, "Yeah, no problem. Uh, uh, I'll take a look." And I said, "You know what? Why don't I swing by on Friday?" Oh no, I'll bring him to the show. He said. I'm like, "Ah, oh, okay, but it'd be good to see you. Why don't I just come over with some beer on Friday?" 
and I didn't hear anything back from them. So I I called them. I said, "Hey, look, listen. Uh, I'd love to get those mics, uh, but if you know if you if you're not comfortable with me stopping by on Fridays, no, I'm looking forward to it. Oh, okay. Well, I'll be over there about seven thirty. And uh, I shot over there at about seven thirty on Friday, and we kicked back and had some beers. And he's been uh, dealing with some hard times, a little bit of depression." Uh, and he kind of got out of it uh, in March when he started exercising, started walking and running and working out to some videos on Comcast and lost like 24 pounds. And um, he's feeling really good, started reaching out to some old friends. So basically the whole thing was he just kind of shut off his whole life to friends and stuff. And... uh um, and he's getting back into it. You know, he's like, yeah, I don't know, whatever happened, happened. Maybe midlife crisis. We're probably all going to go through something like that. And we just kind of hung out, and uh, there were the he didn't have the mics, <laughs> so I went home and I thought, okay, they got to be at my house. I looked through everything. I was looking for this black leather bag you know that black leather bag i always carried a little one yes i know he's got a towel in there t-shirt or something and i used to keep the mics in there but i remember the last time we used them was when we recorded at the old practice place my wife is they're not they're not in this room in that room she's looking too. i go in the attic and there's my bag i open it up no mics so, so you found the bag. I found the bag. No mics. No mics. I text Rick back. And I'm like, there's no mics. Could you just double check all the boxes that you have? And if not, if you can't find them, I'll come back over on Saturday and just pick up you know, whatever mics you can loan me. Yeah, sure. So I it's just before my son's game. I'm out doing some errands. Uh, and one of the errands was to go to Guitar Center to buy two of those claws, those mic claws. Because if I borrow Rick's mics, I need something to mount them, something to mount them to my drums. So I go to Guitar Center, which I hate doing, because Guitar Center is just—it's just such a hassle with those people. And uh, I was able to—I ran into a sales guy that I've dealt with before. It was really cool, and he hooked me up, and everything was great. I jump in the car, I drive over to Rick's. He's not home. But he says his son's home, just knock on the door. So I knock on the door, I'm knocking on the door, nobody answers. The neighbor lady yells, hey, they're not home. Uh, I know. Well, they're at a soccer game. I said, okay, I know. I just text Rick, and he told me to come over. Ben's home. Well, maybe he's afraid. And she just turns around and walks the other way. I'm like, what What the fuck is that all about? (laughs) Well, no answer. So I text Rick, and he says, just go in. I'm like, no, I'm already late for Nate's game. I'll don't worry about it. You know, bring him if you can. Well, I get home and I go in the garage to get the you know to finish load my my car, and uh, I couldn't find some clips. You know those mic clips. I had two of them in my hand. I threw them back somewhere, and I need them now, and I can't find them. So now I'm pissed, and I dump over this. This bin in the garage that had all kinds of shit that I threw in there from the old practice studio. You know, like those stupid necklaces and, 
you know, the beads and uh, wires and everything. And lo and behold, there's the mics. There you go. Fucking in the garage. A, in the garage. Of all places. So I grab them. I text Rick. No problem. Don't worry about the mics. I found them. He's like, great. I get to the, sh- the gig. We get to the gig. And at some point, he comes and says, you need to help me put my garage back together now. Because <laughs> I tore it all apart finding, trying to find your fucking mics. So... So did you do that yet? No. Are you going to? No. Yeah. Crazy. Come on. <laughs> Come on. That's a ridiculous Come on. request. Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> Don't be ridiculous. What the fuck did I do wrong? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we uh we got there. What happened, I felt kind of bad is we set up your drums right away and then everybody else showed up. And then I saw you uh helping with like Big speakers yeah. and all and this stuff. And you just sat there. Yeah, I'm like, well, come on. Just tell me to do that. Yeah. Come over and tell me. But you never did. You're over there drinking. Yeah, I'm talking drinking. Talking to old people. My wife's like, who, we walked in and who the fuck is Scott talking to? <laughs> like, it looked like they just got out of a trailer or something. They're all like homeless. Somebody said I'll homeless I'll have you people. know her name was Pam. <laughs> and she's raised. And Joe's like, well, were they homeless people? <laughs> He's raised. She's raised <laughs> three daughters and one son. Wow. And uh, she was going on and on about what a great bar this is. It's a family-run bar. It's the best bar in the world. And um, she lives like two blocks away. So yeah, <laughs> she and her husband good. just walk over every night. Yeah, every night. And I was talking to the husband, and uh, I was telling him a story about you, John. And... Uh, I said that, um, yeah, so he's sitting in for them. Yeah. Because they were familiar with this band. Yeah. And I said, well, they don't have the same drummer. So my friend is drumming. He's sitting in for them. He's a little bit nervous. He had to have his half a Xanax. So the guy, the husband, was like waving his hand. Yeah, I'll have the other half. Yeah, give me a half. <laughs> and he's he's drink, he's got a huge drink in his hand. Yeah. And I said, well, you know, you're not supposed to mix Xanax with alcohol. He's like, ah, that's what they used to say about LSD, man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. (laughs) Really homeless? Really? I didn't think so. I I mean, they were kidding. They were kind of trailer park people. They were very nice people. They were very nice. Everybody there was very nice. So get this, John. So while you're helping everybody else. Get in there and do a shot. Well, you're already getting to the end I of the know, night. Come I on. know. I'm so excited. So, <laughs> <laughs> so while you're uh, helping everybody else and I'm sitting down drinking, I got a Knob Creek and then I got my second Knob Creek. Yeah. And I emptied the bottle. The bottle was empty. And so well, I, you didn't empty it. The bartender did into your glass. Right. So it it was not. I didn't drink the whole bottle. Right. I, <laughs> yeah, maybe. So <laughs> is it hot down here? So, it kind of. So the Knob Creek. Guess get this, John. Four seventy five for Knob Creek. That's a you know deal. how much the Glenlivet was. It's like eight bucks yeah. for Glenlivet. So I'm sticking with the Knob Creek. Um. So I order my second, and I got my six dollars already. She pours my glass, and then I slide the $6 over, and she says, Spider! The bartender. Yeah. I'm like, You're like looking around? What? what the fuck? And then the woman that Where? I was talking to said, Spider, that means you get it for free. What? Yeah. Why? Because I'm so handsome? Why do I get one for free? 
because you emptied the bottle. All reputable establishments, if you empty the bottle, you get the drink for free. I'm like, look, lady, listen. I've been drinking a long, long time. And I'm sure I've emptied bottles before. This is the first time I have ever gotten a free drink. This is so freaking cool. I'm starting to believe you, Pam, that this is the greatest bar in the world. Yeah. How about that? And then I started eyeing up all the bottles that had a little bit left in it. <laughs> Glenn, the Glenn Fittich had, uh, it looked like it had a, just a little bit left. But I didn't order. I just got my two knob creeks. My two knob creeks, two, That was it? All night? Yeah, and then I started drinking water. Really? Yeah. Why? I had to be on my game, man, because I'm a roadie. Dude. <laughs> Dude. We were trying to get you a shot and everything, and you didn't do it. And I'm like, no, no. That was at the end of the night. That was kind of cool, too. So at the end of the night, they kicked everybody out. So it's just the band and the bar people that work there. And then I think some of their friends started showing up. Yeah. Like uh, the bartender's girlfriend showed up. And so it was, uh, what about, uh, I don't know, maybe 16 people? Yeah. And people started smoking. Did you notice that? No, I didn't. I I didn't didn't. like that. I didn't notice. Um, And then shots, Jaeger for everybody. Jaeger. And I'm like, no, I'm I'm the designated driver. I lied, even though you were driving. Yeah. That was my excuse. Yeah. So they left me alone, except for the bald bartender. Here's another term for spider. uh, Definition of spider, Scott. Yes. When you're fist, fisting someone <laughs> and your hand is in their ass, you spread out your fingers as wide as you can and yell, Spider! <laughs> yeah. It says, I'm, and that was the last time I gave someone the spider before cutting my fingernails. I'm pretty confident I will never be in that situation. Yeah. <laughs> Either receiving or giving. The spider, John. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Baldy! <laughs> Get in here, Baldy! <laughs> that was great. Oh, you thought that was funny? Yeah, but it was a bald guy yelling at you. It was a bald guy yelling bald. at me, yeah. Well, after that, while you guys, like I was, uh, we, we pretty much loaded stuff. Everything was loaded. Yeah. And then uh, he came over and he, he had a conversation with me. And he's touching me and he's ha- shaking my hand and he's holding his other hand. You know when you shake the hand and then you put your other yeah, hand? Yeah. He was doing that kind of shit and talking. <laughs> he and liked you. Th- yeah, he did. It was like, um, I got the feeling he was like sea bass from, um, <laughs> from Dumb and Dumber. Uh, like he wanted to meet me in a stall at 215 yeah. or something. It was kind of nice. kind of weird. Kind of weird. He was just enjoying your company, Scott. He was. He was. He was very excited so about the So he would band. shake my hand. He shook my hand like four yeah. times and he put his other hand. And then he, while he was still holding my hand, he put his <laughs> hand on my shoulder. <laughs> and, then, and then both hands were on your shoulders from behind. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, what's going on, Why are you man? checking my prostate? <laughs> Spider! <laughs> nice. All right, so we set up, had a couple of drinks. I got my spider. Yeah. Joe and your wife showed up, and then you guys took the stage, John, at PS Pub in Wheeling. Now, uh, from what I understand, 
there was a song, a list of songs that you were supposed to learn. Yeah, and you did. And then there was like forty songs that they didn't play, and like twenty others that you never played with them that they threw on you that night. Pretty much. Is yeah. that accurate? Yeah, it's about right. I couldn't tell. I really couldn't tell. And I think they were very, very impressed with you. Was I on my game? You were on your game. I think I almost nailed uh, Good Times, Bad Times. What do you mean almost nailed? I thought you yeah, nailed it. I think so? Yeah. Because from a, a audience perception, here's what happens. Okay, if John can nail the first... Um, uh, the ten, lick? Yeah, uh, the, the introduction, the yeah. opening. Then... I'm sold. Who cares about the rest? Who cares about the rest of it? He got the introduction. Come on, man. You know what I'm saying? Down out. (laughs) Down out. Yeah. So I've never seen alternate pass with their other drummer. Yeah. But uh, I can tell that that entire band, everybody in that band was so happy to have you playing drums. Well, we got a $100 tip. And they said, they, I, that hasn't happened before. Um, we've been playing here seven years. Seven years? Yeah. They're like the house band. That's what they basically. said. The lady yeah. said, we want you to be the house band. Well, I thought they already were. I mean, they play like all the time at this place. <sighs> I don't know. And uh, the lead singer, I don't know if something's going on with him and the daughter's owner, but the uh, owner's daughter. But, uh, yeah. Oh, he's happily married. He's got kids. Yeah. Yeah, we'll take that out and post. He's a nice guy. <laughs> Bonk! <laughs> Maybe it's just like the groupie kind of thing Which going daughter? on there. The owner's daughter. <clears throat> the one oh, that was that talking one. to Beth. <clears throat> oh, yeah, she jumped all over me, too, at, at the end. Oh, I missed yeah. that. I said I I'm all sweaty. That. I don't care! Ooh, we're like family here. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's what Pam said. It's like a big family. Yeah. yeah. Docking? Come on! Who docks? Yeah. yeah. People at the PS pub. Spider! Next time they yell spider and there's a hand in your ass. You know what it, they're talking about. Spider. Yeah. yeah. I was digging that. I posted that on, on yeah, Facebook. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I put a My a wife photo. posted my drum solo. On Facebook? Yeah, you want to hear it? You know, uh, so she was posting some stuff that night. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, I want to share this post with TTN. But then I realized I'm not friends with your wife. Oh. <laughs> so I, at the bar, I'm putting in your wife's name. Yeah. And there's like 5,000 of them. Yeah. And you think that Facebook... Facebook? <laughs> Facebook? <laughs> It would be smart enough to... Why didn't you just go to mine, look up my friends, and then click on my wife? I didn't and- think about that. <laughs> I thought Let's Facebook... look everybody up. <laughs> I thought Facebook would take care of that. So I was going to share that, but then I got frustrated trying to find your wife and friend her that I was like, fuck, man. What the fuck did I do wrong? <laughs> Here, I'll share it. I'll share it. What do I say? In a group. Say share group, and then you pick our group. It's a very exclusive group, John. It's very exclusive. Oh, (laughs) uh, quick story. So my wife's listening to one of our podcasts, and uh, every time she says that, I'm like, oh, no, what did I say? What did I say during that podcast? Uh, And she said, so I got to this part, and uh, 
you were talking about something, and then you talked about fat mustards, and then you were ready to move on. And John was like, "No, let's talk about fat mustards. Let's talk about the menu." And you were like, "Uh, okay." And you let him start talking about the menu. Yeah, I turned it off after that. Oh, so I'm like, <laughs> that was a close one. Because <laughs> that was like four minutes in. You're like, whoa. <laughs> Right about then, you were going to say... Punch me in the fucking face! (laughs) (laughs) Alright, want to hear my drum solo? Yeah, let's hear it, man. Hold it. Now, before we hear the solo, uh, they told you about this. Yeah. But then you you said, ah, they probably forgot about it. They're not going to put me on the spot. Right. Now, uh, the week leading up to it, you watched some drum solo videos. But you didn't have a chance to really yeah, work anything out. Yeah, I didn't even work out. anything out. I Nothing just kind of went out. mental. You went mental. I just did like how I end every song and just played that over and over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> so my wife caught it on uh, on video on her iPhone. She says, always awesome to hear the rare drum solo from my hubby, which means I I don't think I've ever played it. No, maybe two prior to this one. I would think maybe two drum solos and if this becomes a regular gig i'm definitely gonna work one out so this is this is most of it Yeah. Yeah. John Bob! On drums, drums. gentlemen. Ladies. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. No double kick, man. That's all single. I even did the double uh, kick parts in... uh, Zep, man. Zep, Zep, yeah. Yeah, Right on. That uh, triplet thing he does. Yeah. It was fun. It was good times. Played some of your favorites from Guns N' Roses. Oh, yeah. Shit. Oh, my God. (laughs) You know, when you played uh, Patience was the first one. I didn't play it. You played on Patience. Uh, Yeah. Somebody else called it out. No, no, no. Patience was uh, was second set. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. Was it? We came in and played the end of it. But you did play on it. Right. So that was uh, beginning of second set. It was under duress. So, um... I don't like Guns N' Roses. Let me just say that right now. Me either. And Me uh, either. I will say that that's the first time I've heard Patience all the way through. Because when I would hear that on the radio, <laughs> I would do everything You'd in my steer power. steer into a tree. To, right. <laughs> I'd either steer into a tree or change the channel. Yeah. Uh, 
Because when I think of all the songs that have ever been written and recorded, uh, what is the one that like makes my balls shrivel up yeah. into my body? It's Patience. I fucking hate that fucking we song. We did four Guns N' Roses songs. Let's get back to Patience. All right. So uh, I think it was Poison that came out with the first... Uh, I don't even want you what you call this. So these hair bands, every rose right. has a thorn. So there was this phase that these hair bands went through. There we they would uh, do these ballads. Yeah. So the Poison power, did one power ballad, and Scott. somebody else did one. It's called the power. Ballad. And then we had Guns and Roses do one. Yeah. And it was uh, patience. Oh, I want to fucking gouge my eardrums out patience! when I hear that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've I've there's a a, a song. I know. Other Joe, than that, Joe and Beth were saying we got to give Scott credit. He didn't leave when he started hearing Guns N' Roses. I would have, but I, but well, you I drove. <laughs> but you drove, and I yeah. said I would be your roadie. Bears get the ball. Oh, I think. Oh, yeah. Unreal, I didn't even think right? about like walking into the other. Uh, I could have walked into the liquor store. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and come back in five then minutes. We played. We played one before that though. Knock, 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 and on heaven's door. We did the yeah. Guns and Roses version. What's well, a Dylan song? Knock, and, knock, uh, knock, and on heaven's door. <laughs> yeah. Then we did uh, Sweet Child of Mine. Paradise City. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I might have to make a rule next time I play with these guys. Okay, <laughs> Ixnay, I'll play any Iron Maiden you want and, and Queensryche, but we will not play any more of that Guns N' Roses shit! Yeah, I think so. Well, hey, they. from what I understand, from my perception, they were like... Uh, having total orgasm over you playing drums and I know that when we left the conversation was okay how do we get rid of our drummer who's the cousin of the lead singer yeah something right? like that I don't know yeah so uh, how do we get rid of uh, him uh, all I know is I was walking away and Ripper says okay here's the deal Jimmy we gotta tell Dave he's gotta fire Frank who's <laughs> <was> the drummer <laughs> and uh I noted a discussion that they had when I was there about how they fired another band member years ago, and it resulted in a fist fight in the parking lot with the drummer and uh, the guy that they fired. But then the guy came back and finished the last set. It was his last show. So he had a fist fight, then he came back in and yeah. finished. That's, yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah. It's yeah. hardcore, man. It's it rock and roll, brother. Right on. Show so, must go on. I got some some songs that we we practiced. Uh, if you want to hear them, yeah, yeah. Want to hear any of these? Now these are songs that you practiced, but you didn't play. We did not play. P.S. A pub. Oh. Yes. Yeah, they do a version of Eleanor Rigby. Mm-hmm. You ever hear that song? Yes, by the Beatles. Beatles. That's, now, when I talk about Guns and Roses, uh, patience. The, my wife has the same reaction to Eleanor Rigby. Rigby? Rigby. Because her music teacher played it every day in uh, high school. Can't hear the singer very good in this. This is off of my iPod. 
Uh, the reason why I recorded these is because they do the they do like goofy endings and stuff and put in uh, breaks in the song, which I had to get used to, and uh, I couldn't remember them unless I because they don't really explain them very well to me. Right here, you go, go 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 you know instead of playing it for me and then they'll play it for me and I wanted to get some of the accents with the bass player correct Yeah, well, they're called alternate past because they they change up uh, some songs from the past. Hello, are you yeah. still there? Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Here's another one, Scott, that I wanted to really do, and we didn't do it. I love this tune by Sponge. You ever hear that band, Sponge? No. Yeah, it's a cool tune. Yeah. We did a Space Hog tune. I dug the Space Hog. I thought you did that really well. And you played that before with Catheter, right? No, I played... Uh, that's called In the Meantime. We played Space is the Place. Space is the Place. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, that was really good. I, I enjoyed Space Hog and uh, uh, the Zepp tune. Uh, you did Zeppelin really well. All of them. You did a couple of Zepp tunes. Yeah. And uh, what else did I like? 50 Ways to Leave Your Lover. Oh, I yeah. like that one. Oh, you did a, a three from Prince, John. From Prince. Yeah, the three for the Prince Trio, they call it. That's uh, Purple Rain, uh, Let's Go Crazy, and I don't know what the other one is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is. Uh, what was it? It was, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, don't, I can't remember either. How about that? Yeah. And then we did um, we did that song from the movie uh, Rockstar. You ever hear that tune from Rockstar with Marky Mark, the lead no. singer? Mm-mm. Jason Bonham on drums in this song. That'd be John Henry Bonham's son. Yeah. I fucked this one up. Stupid little Phil I missed. Yeah, but that's not us at practice. That's just 
the song. But right. overall, it was a great night. We got a tip. I tried to pay you. You wouldn't take any money. Yeah, because uh, I said, hey, I'll help you out. I wasn't expecting any cash, man. Well, they're like, hey, maybe we should give him cash to help on all our gigs. Because th- <laughs> they were also bitching that the drummer usually packs up his drums and then jumps in his car and leaves. <laughs> and leaves them all with that shit to... to That's a lot of equipment. Yeah. It's a lot. A lot. And uh, Jimmy was telling me, the bass player was telling me a story that the worst is in January. Oh, man. Oh, I was riding home with Ripper. It's three in the morning. He hit a bump, and all of a sudden I hear... <laughs> and we look out the mirrors, and there's the trailer by itself <laughs> going down the road. <laughs> So we're out there trying to lift this fucking thing filled with equipment and get it hooked back up on the bumper. Oh, it was fucking freezing. I didn't get home till five in the morning. Oh, man. I, I was like, fuck that. You know what? New rule. No winter gigs. <laughs> well, you know, I was... Um, you guys played three sets. The first set was like an hour. Then yeah. it was maybe 40 minutes. Then it was a quick 30-minute yeah. third set. Uh, some very liberal breaks in between. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, boy, at about 12, 15, you were in the middle of the second set. Yeah. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, I'm falling asleep. It was loud in there, and my eyes were starting to... Really? I had to struggle <laughs> to stay awake. And so this woman, this woman came out of nowhere. She was dancing, and she's back, and she's running backwards, basically, and dancing. And she all, she got to one of the monitors, and she almost lost her balance. And like did a um, a full concussion backflip, backflip, skull into the hard floor. But she didn't. Wow. But for us, and this is horrible of me. But for a split, split, split second, <laughs> split second, <laughs> I was like, boy, I wish she would have done that because the gig would have been over, <laughs> and we could start clearing <laughs> out this shit. <laughs> I could go home. What a nightmare. <laughs> but. Uh, your wife and Joe did stick around for the entire set. Yeah. They were going to leave. Yeah. They said, well, let's just listen to the first song of the third set because, um, or they wanted to hear Iron Maiden. Yeah. And then they were going to take off. And I came, I kind of gave them like sad eyes, like, you're going to leave me alone here? <laughs> <laughs> so they, <laughs> they stayed. They stayed. Yeah. And then I got my second wind. Got a major compliment after that, after we played that song. Uh, Jimmy said to me, that's the first time we've ever played that song all, right all the way through. He goes, that we've never played that song better. The Iron Maiden one. Yeah. Yeah, that's Run to the Hills, which yeah. uh, you used to do in AKC. Yeah, which I got to say, I, I hate to say this, but... Well, I don't hate to say it. You and Rick played it much better. Oh, my. How about that? <laughs> Way better. <laughs> I thought it sounded great. Uh, not in the beginning, that's for sure. Yeah. Well, that yeah. singer has that Iron Maiden kind oh, of yeah. voice. He wants to do Queens. He knows, you know any Queens, right? Oh, yeah. Let's do it. I can do it. Oh, can you? And, and that night, as he long was like, as we get rid of yeah, Guns and Roses, yeah, yeah, that's the rule. <laughs> and no Skid Row either. I hate that Sebastian Bach, but you know he's the singer. You know what am I going to do? Right. 
Right. And we were supposed to play every breath you take, every move you make. What happened to that? Didn't play it. Well, you didn't have to play. I want to wake up where you are. We didn't. Well, good. That's good. We're supposed to play Jealousy. We didn't play that. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Next time. I was observing Rick. So Rick showed up. He came over. We talked a little bit at the bar. And um, I was really happy to see Rick. I was surprised at how happy I was. And we had a great conversation. And uh, he he said, hey, I just started walking. I just started walking three miles a day. And then I did that for a while, and then I was like, hey, uh, two and a half miles in, let me see if I could run the other half mile, and now I'm running. And he seems um, on his way back. He lost, Like he said, he lost a bunch of weight. You said he, you didn't think he looked that good. I think he looks great. Well, my first reaction, I was like, oh, something must be wrong. You know, maybe he's doing chemo or I don't know. <laughs> he was very thin-looking, gaunt. The clothes were just hanging on him. His elbow was like all wrinkly. I don't know what was. I thought, what the hell happened? I go, hey, I didn't want to say anything, but you look kind of thin. Oh, yeah, I lost like 24 pounds. Because I'm used to Rick being a kind of a boxy guy, you know. He looks he looks pretty. Even strong. when he was younger? He, when he was younger, he wasn't like that, was he? No, I guess not. I mean, I, you know, I mean, I got pictures of him. He's. I don't know. I'm looking at a picture right now. He's got kind of a little gut. When he was younger? I don't remember that. I remember him kind of I'm looking at a picture right here. From what year? I don't know what year. From 1989 or 1990. Really? Yeah. In a gut? I'm skinnier than him in the fucking picture. (laughs) Wait till you see it. Come over here. Post it on Facebook, I can't. I got to take it off the wall. Oh, it's on the wall. It's on the wall. It's on the wall. I yeah, never so, noticed him like being fat or anything. He was just kind of like a a boxy, bulky linebacker kind of guy, you know. Well, so I'm observing him. He he sat at a table right in front of me, yeah. and I'm observing him watching you guys. And there, I can't help myself when you play certain songs. My head starts to bob, or you know, my toe starts yeah. to tap. He's like a fucking statue. <laughs> He just looks at you guys. He just stares at you. He doesn't move a muscle. Barely even blinks. It's kind of frightening. If I made a mistake, though, I could see his head peek around from Chris's and look at me. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? He had me cracking up, man. It just slowly would go, Uh-huh. I heard that. So... Yeah, moving on, man. It's it's almost ten o'clock. Scott. Yeah, let's move on. So, uh, have you heard from those guys? Have they told you that they fired Frank and they want you to be in it? Have they said, "Hey, are you interested?" Before we fire Frank, what time do we start this show? I don't know. I can't remember. Is it nine o'clock? No, I don't think we started that late. Oh, it's only an hour's elapsed on the recorder. Then, really? Yeah, yeah, so that we started at 8.43. Well. Come on, man. Can't remember. I can't remember, man. What does my timer say here? Four. That's not right. Four hours and 
three minutes and 41 seconds. So have you heard from those guys or what? No. You haven't heard from them? I have not. Okay, so then maybe it was just chatter. Maybe Frank is still in the band and you're never going to hear yeah. from them again. Unless they need uh, you to sit in at some other point. Well, I got something from Facebook, but that was because I said, hey, thanks, had a great time, blah, blah, blah. And uh, Ripper said, the pleasure was all ours. Michelle raved all about you playing with us. I want a future with you my in my life again. Let's talk more this week. Wow. <laughs> Dave said, I also had a blast. You fit right in with us after only a few short practices. Also, the crowd ate it up. It was, it was an excellent show. Thanks again for helping us out. Dave, very gracious singer, always complimenting the audience. Yeah. Uh, he introduced you guys like five times. Yeah. Uh, who was playing what and where they were from, which I don't know if that's appropriate or not. Do we really need to know where you're from? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> very nice. Very yeah. nice guy. Yeah. 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 So if you were to join that band, what would it be like one day a week practice and then gigs whenever? Not even. They said they don't practice at all. They just go and play. Well, they've been doing it so long, right? And they argue about songs on stage. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, I don't know if I'll do the roadie thing again. (laughs) It was exhausting. (laughs) I got home. I was too. <laughs> we left at what time did we leave? Uh two thirty. You know, we got home at three. I got home at three. Oh yeah. I and got... I'm like, geez, I am exhausted. Uh and John played for yeah. all that time. And then I stayed up till like four in the morning because my ears are ringing. I I couldn't get some of the songs out of my head. Yeah, because you're amped up. Yeah. I wasn't amped up. So I, I went to bed and I was out. I woke up at nine. Nine, yeah, and the wife made French toast for me, Joe, and the kids. And then uh, I went and took a like a three hour nap. I didn't have any nap. No, no. nap. <laughs> no nap. No on Sunday. nap on Sunday. <laughs> wow, that's brutal. It was brutal. We ended up in Crystal Lake at my aunt and uncle's, and uh, we had dinner there. And I'm watching football, and uh, I'm starting to doze, not off. Yeah. And my head, you know, where you get your, the where, bob. You, where your head kind of droops and then you yeah. wake up. I was doing that like 20 times. Ugh. And then I got my second win. It's the worst. So then when we left, boy, you didn't talk very much. <laughs> like you usually do. Yeah. Kind of tired. Tired, yeah. Yeah, I was beat. And then I went out, then I went outside, unload my crap and took down the volleyball net in the back. Starting to get everything packed up because it's going to be fucking cold on this weekend coming up. Is it? What are they predicting? Uh, this weekend, Scott, uh, starting uh, Thursday, it's going to hit. It's going to hit like seventy-eight on Wednesday, seventy-five on Thursday, and then Friday a high of fifty-three. And then Saturday comes. High of 49, low of 35. Sunday, 47, low of 34. Ugh. 
Ugh. And showery and partly sunny and windy and... I hope it warms up for uh, Halloween there, John. Halloween. Halloween. You know, I've been trying on a bunch of different masks. I've trying seen to figure that. out. Yeah. I like the hockey you one the best. shouldn't hide behind a mask, Scott. I like the hockey one the best yeah. there, John. See, I have my glasses on, and then yeah. I put the hockey mask on. Yeah, I think that's that works that's for me. That's the one, huh? That's the one. Nice. That is, nice. <laughs> that is the one. Yeah. I think that's you, man. That suit <laughs> is you, my friend. Oh, he played some Van Halen, too. Yeah, yeah. Van yeah. Halen. Yeah. Right yeah. on. Oh, look at that. Wow. Penis Tillman. Penis Tillman knocks it out of his hands. All right, let's move along, Scott. We got to move along. We got to get going. That's right. So what else? You got to get home. See any movies? No. I did. What did I see? I saw this on Netflix. This is on Netflix, John. No strings attached. Do you know oh. who's in that? Uh, uh, no. Ashton Kutcher and Natalie right. Portman. And there's this other movie, uh, Friends with Benefits. That's with uh, Justin Timberlake, right. and uh, I haven't seen that one. But I right. guess they're the same movie. I guess. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No strings attached. Um. It's got a six point one. I'd give it a five. A five. Bears get the ball again. Uh, Ashton is a... Um, he's got a famous father in show business, and he's like a production guy. And uh, Natalie Portman's a doctor. And uh, she doesn't have time for dating. Yeah. Um, but the very opening scene, I was turned off by the very opening scene. Why? Because they show them as kids. They're at the same summer camp. And uh, Ashton Kutcher is a kid, like he's 12. And he's talking about how his dad, uh, or Natalie Portman character, asked him about his divorce. Because his dad and his mom just got divorced. Yeah. So he says that. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And so, so they haven't kind of had this kind of serious conversation. And then he says to her, hey, so can I finger you? Oh my god! And I was like, "What the fuck is that?" <laughs> oh Jesus! I don't like this character. Uh, right off the bat, there, John. Right off the bat. Oh, anyway, she said no. So then they run into each other in college, and then that doesn't go very well. And then they run into each other later when they have jobs, and then they kind of get back together. But they they're like uh, Natalie Portman is like, "I'm so busy with work." Can we just have sex? And he's like, yeah. But you can tell that he's got a thing for her. And she's, you know, she just wants to have sex. And then they break up. Yeah. And then, you know, uh, I do, uh, I did, one of the parts I did like is when she tried to get back together with him. In most movies, he would just say yes. He was like, no. I mean, you fucking blew it. Fuck that. So he made her work a little bit harder. Nice. So I did enjoy that. But there was another, a couple other scenes where what they did was so out of character. It was like, what what the fuck am I watching here? Did they put that in for like cheap laugh? Because it didn't fucking work. (laughs) We should get jobs as like uh, final movie (laughs) review editors and say, okay, that scene doesn't work. That one doesn't work. You need to change that. Yeah. 
take out the fingering line at the very beginning. That's a big turnoff. Yeah, what the fuck is that? So, uh, I can't really recommend it. This movie. Spiny oh. Normans, I give it two. Yeah. Two out of four. You didn't see anything, John? No. No, I didn't have time, man. I was busy. You were busy. I had work stuff last week, and then I had, uh, I think Tuesday night was the only night that I didn't have something going, but I had to come up with a a list of the songs, uh, things that I wanted to work on, and then I had rehearsal with with, uh, Alternate Past on Wednesday, and then drove in the fucking driving rain to get to Ripper's house in Lake in the Hills, which was an hour away in this fucking downpour. I was late. Uh, I was supposed to be there at 7.30. I got there at about 8.30. And uh, and I get there, and Ripper's not there. And he's picking up his kids or something. And he comes back, and then Jimmy, the bass player, goes upstairs and takes it like a 20-minute shit. And then he come, they both come down after smoking a cigarette, and now it's like 9 o'clock. And I'm like, shit, I don't want to fucking be here all night. And I gotta I gotta take all my shit down and then and carry it upstairs for the gig, right? And right. then I got band practice the next night, Thursday night, with uh with uh uh Tommy and this this chick singer and bass player, which the bass player wasn't prepared again. You wanna play bass for a band, Scott? No. <laughs> Because this guy's horrible. Uh, and then some girl at the salon that, that the the studio or the practice place is at. There's a salon upstairs. Some girl heard us playing. 23-year-old. She comes down. She had tried out for The Voice. She starts singing with this other girl. The other girl's got to go home because she's got three kids. And the younger girl stays and she starts singing a bunch of tunes. And she's fucking good. And I'm thinking, okay. We might have something here. We might have to get our shit together and get a real fucking bass player and maybe a keyboard player because this girl's got the goods. You know, when you got a good singer, I mean, that's that really can carry the band. Right. Right. So, yeah, and then I had Friday, went over to Rick's. So it was a very busy week. We did watch Fido at Rick's. Which is uh, like a a really campy zombie movie. It's supposed to take place after uh, uh, Night of the Living Dead. And it's like in the 60s and they've found a way to control zombies. And you can have them as, you know, to cut your lawn and shit. And they get one and name them Fido. This kid wants his own. And uh, everybody carries a gun so they could shoot zombies in the head if they escape from their their collars I've never seen that I'll have to check that out yeah Rick says yeah I love watching it with my son Drew who's like five he loves zombie movies (laughs) (laughs) interesting yeah so we watched that and then uh, then we I had the gig on Saturday a lot of running around with the son and this and that and uh, so here we are, you know. Well, you know, usually when I go see a band play in the in the past, when I've seen a band play, it it gets me all amped up to want to play again. 
And uh, I saw you guys play, and I was like, I just want to go home. I can't imagine playing bass or guitar or whatever and doing this and getting <laughs> home at 3 a.m. I don't know, man. When those chicks come up and go, oh, man, you're a fucking awesome bass player. Can I touch your head? <laughs> no. No? They don't do that. So, No, uh, remember uh, that time... Remember? remember when they did that? Remember to, uh, what, was that the one where the Europeans came in <laughs> yeah. and they thought and they you were, were kissing me? Yeah, they thought you were like some sort of celebrity. Yeah, like Michael Moore or something playing drums on. Uh, yeah, that's funny in the span. <laughs> I remember that. Hey, so one more movie story: Princess Bride, John. This was a couple of weeks ago. Princess Bride cast reunites for the film's twenty fifth anniversary. Twenty five oh, yeah. years ago. The Princess Bride. It's one of my favorite movies. Yeah. How about you, John? It's all right. You think it's just all right? Yeah, it was all right. Well, I'd put it in my top ten. All right, well, then you do that. You put it in your top ten, okay? (laughs) Shove it up your ass! (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Mythbusters, Scott. Mythbusters. Real quick, real quick announcement. They're playing, they're at the Sears Center on um, uh, November 10th. Are you hearing me? Yeah. Live. Live. In the live. Mythbusters. Oh, yeah. yeah. What is it? Uh, November, Saturday, November 10th, 7.30 p.m. Doors open at 6.30. What do you think? Should we see if, hook it up? Oh, tickets are... Wow. $37 to $177 a piece. Ooh. Parking's 20 bucks. I'd pay the fucking 177. I don't care. What's premium seating? Oh, we can get a luxury seat for 725 bucks. What do you think? All right. A piece? <laughs> no. 7 725 total. Total. Rental prices starting at seven twenty five. Price includes ten tickets and three VIP parking passes. Fifty seven dollars for each additional ticket. So basically, if we got ten people together, uh, seventy five bucks, seventy five a piece. Yeah, roughly. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see if they got any seats left. That would be kind of cool. Mythbusters in the live. That's too slow. Fucking slow. So my daughter's supposed to be going to see Justin Bieber tomorrow night. Or really? she is, yeah. Where at? At the, I don't know, United Center or something. Or at the, I don't know where. She's going somewhere. Well, I got the iP- I got a new iPod uh, shuffle. Yeah. So I'm setting that up this morning. And, um... I go to the cloud, John. All of our yeah. purchases, and I'm, you know, I'm dragging shit over from the cloud. And Justin Bieber, my daughter's purchased 19 Justin Bieber songs. Wow, 19 of them. Really? That was the most that I noticed. Like she had six Taylor Swift, and um, uh, who else was big? Oh. uh... One Direction. Right. Maybe eight One Direction songs. 
but 19 Justin Bieber songs. I thought she was over Justin Bieber. Who, your daughter? Yeah. I don't know. All right, music news, John. I have one music story. And it kind of segues into your gig. Paradise City, John. Paradise City by Guns N' Roses. Did you know this, John? That when writing Paradise City, the band had to vote on the second line because Slash wanted... What's the first line? Do you know the first line? No. For the second line, Slash wanted where girls are fat and they've got big titties. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. So they had to have a band vote and Slash was overruled. And whatever the second line is, it is not where the girls are fat and they have big titties. <laughs> where the girls are fat and they have big titties. <laughs> That's kind of a good song. If you're singing that, yes. All right, we could get uh, we could get section E, row fifteen, seat at eleven and twelve for eighty five bucks a piece. What's the date on or this? $87 a piece. November 10th. November 10th. It's like two weeks. Two and a half weeks. Three weeks. Ah, forget it. Is it a Friday or Jesus. Saturday? <laughs> it's a Saturday. Forget it, man. <laughs> what time wow. is it? I can feel the what air time? on my neck. <laughs> what time does it start? 7.30. Op- doors open at 6.30. I'll go with you if you want. <laughs> Hook it up, man. If you want, I'll hook it do, up, and I'll, I'll take be my there. son. I don't All right, need you. you can take your son. Whew. That was a close one. <laughs> yeah. hey, yo. You know you got a big mouth, you know. You know you got yeah. a big mouth. That's you right. Know? It stinks. All right. All right. So we did music. Nah, news. yes, music news. Let's move to celebrity. Celebrity John. news. Did you hear about Hulk Hogan, John? No. You haven't heard about Hulk Hogan? I have Hogan? not heard. Well, here's what apparently happened, John. Hulk Hogan sues Bubba the Love Sponge. Do you know why? No. Because when Hulk was porking Bubba the Love Sponge's wife's Heather, Bubba the Love Sponge was recording it on video. <laughs> and then later, he released the video without Hulk's permission. Oh. So he's mad. And he's ready to lay the smackdown Very in court, upset. according to the press release by his lawyer. When do people learn? When do they learn? This is a digital age, people. Yeah. Digital. It's not analog. No. You don't have to convert analog to digital. It's already digital. You film it, you can post it immediately. Yeah. Would you ever do that, John? Post you porking somebody? Well, uh, in a heartbeat. Hulk Hogan <laughs> and Bubba the Love Sponge have been best friends for I don't know how long. When does that conversation even come up? Hey, can you hey. fuck my wife and then I'll Yeah, I want to video it. Yeah. Hey, that's that's a good idea. Let's All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Does he say the and then you're going to promise not to post it or does he not even ask the question? And then this Bubba the Love Sponge, who's like a DJ, 
Then he, where's the great idea that, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and post this? What is up with that? Yeah. People are fucking crazy, man. They are fucking crazy. Let's see what I gels. <laughs> Let's see what else I got here. What I got at gels. Uh, what else do I got here? Hold on. Hold on. Goddamn bookmark. I hate Google Chrome. I like it better than Firefox, I'll yeah. tell you that. Uh, other celebrity news, Lance Armstrong, yeah. John. Lance Armstrong. Just today, you know what happened to Lance no. Armstrong? We they lost stripped, his last sponsor. They right? stripped all of his Tour de France wins. Done. Done. No more. No more. Uh, so Lance Armstrong, he had some sort of cancer. He overcame that cancer. He went on to win seven, right? Seven of them? Yeah. Um, and they stripped him all today. He is no longer uh, a Tour de France winner because of the, uh, I don't know what he did. He didn't do drugs. I think he had like his blood replaced or something. Yeah. I don't know what he did. Who knows? He probably did drugs. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? But these uh, allegations have been around since he won the first one. They've been talking about this and talking about it. And he finally said, okay, yeah, I'm going to give up. Now, if you didn't do drugs, I would never give up that fight. Never. Right. But he's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I'm going to give up. I'm I'm tired I'm of done. fighting. I'm done with it. So uh, seven titles. Now, does that mean that the guy who came in second is now the... For from a history perspective, he's now the Tour de France winner, or do they have a winner? Oh yeah, or do they just block seven years and say, "Yeah, we don't have any winners." No, I think uh, I think the next guy does, just like just like they do in the Olympics. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that'd be kind of cool, right? Yeah, for the guy who came in second, no doubt, no, no doubt, John. Doubt. Other celebrity news. What else? Tom Hanks, John, is in celebrity news. Did oh, you know that? Did yeah. you know why? I heard he said the fuck word. Yeah, I think I have audio the of that. Fuck. Hold on, hold on. Let me see if I can... Uh... Oh, we didn't check this before the show. Let me try to play something. Can I try to play something? Yeah. Here we are. He's on... What the hell show is this he's on? He's on some show. I think it's a morning show. Don't throw me out on the street. Can you speak in that accent? Yes, we have, we have mic issues. Oh, that one? Yes. Boy, boy. Most mostly it's swear words, so that's 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 a little bit. Well, if you say it with an accent like that, they won't sound swear words. I want people to buy me book, fucking book. We are so sorry. Uh, <laughs> good morning, America. Man, oh man, I'm sorry. I didn't even I understand that. A brand of acting. <laughs> I have never done that before. I would apologize to the kids in America that are watching this right oh, now. And did let you hear him swear? On the show, there will be a seven-second delay. Hold on. Let me hear that again. I want people to buy me book, fucking book. <laughs> we are so sorry. Uh, good morning, America. Man, oh man. So what happens now? Like if man, that happened, oh man. if that happened 15 years ago, this would have been front page yeah. news for a, a week, and yeah. people would have been moaning and groaning about the children, and we got to save the children. Yeah. And I haven't heard anything about no. this. 
Because he's Tom Hanks. Is it because he's Tom yeah. Hanks? If Obama would have said it, it would have been over. <laughs> well, it'd yeah, been the rapture. I can understand that, but let's compare it to another. Like, let's say Brad Pitt said it, or let's say, uh, uh, who else? I don't think they'll care. They don't. Nobody cares anymore. As long as you apologize. Is that it? I don't know. You can say whatever you want, and then you just apologize. Oh, I, um, Unless oh. it's on Fox, and, then, and it's a black woman's nipple. Right. Then uh, we got to change the law. Yeah. Yeah. All right, John, moving on. Science news. Science. Science. News. Science. Hell no. Where's the flag, man? Hell no. What do you got? What do you got? I got, uh, it's kind of politics and science. Tea Party Representative Paul Brown. I think we might have talked about this last week. He says evolution and the Big Bang are lies straight from the pit of hell. And he also serves on the science committee with Todd Aiken. Yeah, I think we covered that. Yeah. Nitwits on the science committee. But it's not a big deal because the science committee is very big. Right. So our perception or our assumption is that the other 48 guys make fun of these two guys because they're so dumb <laughs> so dumb you call me dumb online you're so dumb uh john there is a new uh some new theories about the origin of the moon and something else about the moon john the moon yeah scientists have long believed that the moon formed as a result of a collision between Early Earth and a smaller planet, but computer models of the giant impact have always predicted the wrong composition for the moon. Now researchers at Harvard and the SETI Institute are proposing a new spin on the giant impact model to match the observed composition of the moon. The previous giant impact model held that a small planet hit the Earth, sending a cloud of debris from the planet into orbit, and then form the moon. But the chemistry of the moon matches that of the Earth. Now Sarah T. Stewart, the professor of Harvard's Department of Earth and Planetary Sciences, proposes a new model which pieces of the Earth broke off and formed the moon. Uh, Based on the results of their chemical analysis uh, from the Earth and moon in a paper published online, the results are being presented this week at some meeting. Uh, They don't say what the idea is. I'd like to know what the idea is. They propose that prior to the collision, a creation of the moon and creation of the moon, the Earth was spinning much faster than it does now and had a day that was only two or three hours long. How about that, John? Wow. A two-hour day. two-hour day. It's like uh, Gilligan's Island. These impacts would have made the early Earth spin near its stability limit of about two hours per revolution. The giant impact, they believe, formed the moon that is the twin of the Earth, and that when the giant impact occurred between this other planet and the Earth, and the fast-spinning Earth, the high speed of the Earth spin caused the ejection of material from Earth into orbit. They believe that the ejected material formed a moon with chemical composition similar to Earth. After the impact, the rotating, the rapid rotating Earth was slowed down by the gravitational interaction between the Earth, Sun, 
and the moon. How about that? Wow. That is something for science. One more science story. One more science story. This is bad news science. Bad news. Well, it's bad news now, but it's an opportunity for science to overcome. Are you ready for this, John? Yeah. Drug-resistant gonorrhea. Ooh. Is the antibiotic era coming to an end? It's really as scary as it sounds. Gonorrhea is the newest superbug. Could it become the next AIDS, is what they're asking. If you've never heard of a superbug before, you may want to sit down, John. Are you sitting? Yeah, I'm sitting. It's a bit of an oversimplification, but bacteria and other infectious agents earn superbug status once they've developed resistance to a number of medications originally designed to wipe them out. Uh, And gonorrhea has earned superbug status, as it is now resistant to all but one drug. Yeah. Wow. So when it... When John, when it evolves to beat that resistance, then, uh, well, you and I are married. We're in a monogamous relationship, you know right. what I'm saying? But uh, the young kids today, forget about it. A friend of mine at work, his wife got bit by a spider or something, so she went to get uh, to the hospital there. And they think that when she went to the hospital, she got this staph infection. Who? Uh I'll tell you later. Yeah. So uh, it was really bad news. Really bad news because this is one of these things that doesn't respond to antibiotics either. Uh, but fortunately for her, the infection just, um, it didn't go, it didn't penetrate the skin. It stayed on top of the skin. But when So they were able to take care of it. But when we were researching this, do you know what is effective against these stacks? Stacks? Staph. Staph infections that do not respond to antibiotics? No. Do you know what's no. effective, John? No. Cannabinoid. No. Oh. Right on. Weed. Weed. Nice. Weed. I think I have read that, yeah. Yeah. So the cannabinoid. That was going to be the last resort if uh, if it got, you know, if it uh, yeah. had penetrated the skin. Wow. But she's wow. okay. She's doing much better. That's good. That's yeah, you good go to the hospital, it. now you get a, a super bug. You get a staph wow. infection. Hey, have you heard of this thing, technological singularity? I have not. Uh, it's is the theoretical emergence of greater than human superintelligence through tech, technological means. Yes. Okay. I'm there. I'm with you. Um. There's an article. I want to dig deeper into it. I didn't get a chance to read it today because I just stumbled upon it today. It's in The Verge called The Rapture of the Nerds. Will the singularity turn us into gods or end the human race? Um, But I did read some reviews on the book. The Rapture of the Nerds uh, weren't too good. But there was a chart that somebody popped in there. And actually, there is another book I, I want to get. I want to get that one first. It's by, uh, let's see, who is this guy? The guy is, what the fuck? I just lost it. Here we go. Uh, this guy, Ray Kurzweil. Ever hear of him? I have not. Published The Singularity is Near. Uh, he's like a big hero. He's done everything from, uh, he's an inventor who... Who, he wrote this book in 2005, uh, but it started way back when in the 90s. Um, he's invented 
like eyeballs for the blind and, you know, so that they could see and hearing aids for deaf people so they could hear. Um, but this concept is that uh, one of these charts is it calculates how many uh, calculations per second per thousand dollars. And it, it postulates that the brain, the human brain power will surpass 10 to the power of 13 uh, by 2023. And then by 2045, machine power is projected to surpass the brain power of all humans combined. Wow. How about that, John? That's something else. Well, that reminds me, There's, a, I've been wanting to talk about this for a long time, but I'll have to research it again. Um, I listened to this podcast called Rationally Speaking, and I think it was episode, it was one of the episodes in the 50s, maybe 56. They had a guy on who talked about... Um, the odds that what we're currently experiencing is a simulation. Mm, and it's yeah. really fucking cool. And uh, his other point of his argument was uh, th- a theological argument that um, uh, if uh, it, it basically his argument proved that there was no God based on this simulation hypothesis. Right. Did I mention this before? Yeah. I did. Yeah, a little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah. yeah you touched I, on it. It was a touchstone. I wanted to get into a deep dive, John, yeah. because uh, it blew my mind, this podcast. Blew my yeah. mind, John. Uh, just to summarize, yeah, I forget it. I, I'm, I'll, let me listen to it again. And yeah. We'll do a deep dive. Yeah, send me a link to that, would you? Yeah. Yeah, and there's some critics of this uh, This. I I don't know if it's a theory, more of a hypothesis, I guess, about the singularity. Uh, some critics assert that no computer or machine will ever achieve human intelligence, while others hold that the definition of intelligence is irrelevant uh, if the net result is the same. Steven Pinker stated in 2008, there is not the slightest reason to believe in a coming singularity. The fact that you can visualize a future in your imagination is not evidence that it is likely or even possible. Look at uh, domed cities, jetpack commuting, underwater cities, mile-high buildings, and nuclear-powered automobiles, all staples of futuristic fantasies. When I was a child, that, that have never arrived. Sheer processing power is not a pixie dust that magically solves all of your problems. But if you look at this guy's uh, this chart, this Kurzweil, what he shows in like back in the 1890s, the analytical machine, and and then he kind of goes through his uh, through history to the present, uh, where a relay was invented in you know the between 1930 and 1940, the vacuum tube in the 40s, the transistor, which you know was in every radio back in the 60s. Uh, integrated circuit board between 1970 and 1980. And then you had the IBM PC and now the Mac. And now that you got the smartphone. Imagine how big a computer was before. So every time something comes out, it gets smaller, it gets smarter, it gets faster. Uh, it start, you can, you talk to it now and it talks to you back. It's, uh, it's scary. I think it's cool. It is cool. It's very cool. But it's kind of weird. Uh, my son's playing video games. It looks so fucking real. It looks like you're in the in the game. Next, you'll be in the game. 
Right on. That whole virtual reality. Uh, Remember movies like, uh, uh, what was that movie? Um, There's been a couple of them where where you you connect through the brain. Oh, um, the one I remember is set in 1999 with Ralph Fiennes. Yeah. Yeah. What was that Strange called? Days. Strange Days. That was yeah. fucked up, wasn't it? That was good, man. That's a good movie. We saw that together. Right on. It's a good movie. Hey, you know what we got to see? What's that? Because my wife won't want to see it. Seven Psychopaths. Oh, yeah. Got to see that. Make some time. Put your time Seven on the calendar there, John. Psychopaths. Now, speaking of, uh, you did touch on some politics, Scott, and science. Yes. yes. Well, this is a little bit of math in politics. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, how the U.S. currency union works. Uh, did you know that endless subsidies go to low productivity areas? I didn't know that. For example. Okay, John Kahn notes, or Cohn, I don't know how you say it, C-O-H-N, notes the central irony of American politics because rich people are Republicans, but rich states vote Democratic. Democratic policies transfer wealth from Democratic places to Republican ones. Did you know that? For example, if Rick Perry wants to strip the Texas welfare state bare, why should voters in Maine or Oregon care? If anything, the blue states would probably benefit uh, from such a move, since red states have more poor people, and since their state governments spend less money on the safety net, they receive a larger share of federal funds. Among states that voted Republican in the last three elections, all but one gets more money back from the federal government than it pays in taxes. For most Democratic states, it's the opposite. Looked at uh, at it this way, the red states are the moochers and the blue states are the makers. I've yeah. heard that, yeah. That is the truth. Yeah, I just don't understand it. I, uh, I had a conversation with my aunt on the phone and uh, the dissonance... And the it's bias is impenetrable. Impenetrable. Yeah. You can't talk to these people. It's impossible. You tell them that, and they're going to say, oh, where'd you get that? The liberal media? No, you can get that shit from the... Uh, there's all those uh, tax policy centers. Is that thunder? I don't know. This just in, John, so we had the third and final, we didn't have it, but the third and final <laughs> debate between Obamni, 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 wow. and Rambaba. Oh, yeah, we got a thunderstorm <laughs> over us. Uh, CBS instant <laughs> data poll. Obamni. 53% say Obama won, 23% say Romney won. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, foreign policy is Romney's weakest. Yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, the guy's weak everywhere, but on foreign policy, the guy goes to England on a goodwill tour and he offends them. How do you do that? Yeah. Big dummy. So dumb. Yeah. So we missed the debate, but uh, I'm just going through some tweets. Uh, that bell sounds far away. What happened? Oh, there we go. Um, Let's see. Anything else interesting from... Twitter on the debates. Oh, those that poll 
was uncommitted voters. 53% said Obama won. Wow. Uh, Washington Post's lead story, Obama keeps Romney on his heels. Uh, Here's what the RNC had to say. Obama diminished himself as a commander-in-chief. Hold on, a couple more political stories. You had some uh, video you want, or audio, audio. you want to play? Yeah. Audio. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, this is a uh, this is at the VP debate, the the vice presidential debate. Uh, a woman calls Obama a communist. Uh, Chris Matthews likes to. He's from MSNBC, and I kind of I kind of figured out his his deal. When the W was in office, he was like, it sounded like he was all for the W. But what it is, is he doesn't like when people disrespect a sitting president. He thinks if a guy got voted into office, uh, he deserves to be there and he deserves the respect he gets. So don't, if you're going to call him out on shit, you better know your stuff. So I, I wrote him, I'd email him like, what the fuck are you saying? You're disingenuous. Uh, I wrote the late Tim Russert. You know, they never responded back, of course. But um, he uh, now they think he's this. They loved him before because he, he seemed like he was for the W. And we used to play shit on our show about him. And now he's saying uh, he asked people, you know, who you voting for and, and what's your position. And if they call out Obama or they or if they even said Romney's a communist, he'll, he'll ask him. Well, what does that mean exactly? You know, he wants to know if they know what it means. What so how how hard is that, right? Well, this Romney supporter calls Obama a communist, and he just wants to know what does it mean. What does it mean to you, a communist? And she's going to tell us, Scott. Okay. Health insurance. Okay, let's get back to this lady. Who said communist down here? What do you What did you mean by that? All you have to do is study it out. Just study it out, and you'll see. You haven't done your homework, buddy. And what, what do I need to study? Oh, somebody else. He's a communist, and those of us who are not voting for him know it. And what do you mean by communist? You don't know? No, just tell me. Help me out here. You don't know? I just want to know what you mean. Oh, I know what I mean. Well, help us out. You're on national television. Oh, I know I'm on national television. Well, tell me what you mean when you just accuse a guy of being a cop. Do you think he's you an American? You just study it out. Is he an American? Oh, no. He's not an American? No. What is he? What country is he from? He, just because he was born here doesn't mean that he's, he thinks like us. He's a communist, buddy. Okay, thank you. Wow, right? Have you ever heard that phrase, study it out? Study it out, you pal. <laughs> study it out, pal. I'm asking you right now. Right now. You tell me. Tell me me what it is. You study it out. I don't have to study it out. I know what it is. You don't know. Is that fucked up or what? And today, he did the same thing. He walked through the crowd. He asked people. And some guy said, uh, I want Romney. Why? Because he's for Israel. Okay, what's so great about the connection with us in Israel? Because it's good for... for us to have a relationship with Israel. Okay, <laughs> I'm moving on. You fucking people are so dumb. Yeah, I, I mean, most of the people are like, I'm for Obama. And he's like, why are you for Obama? Because he's great. You know, they didn't, they didn't elaborate. They didn't 
say because Romney's a jerk or Romney's a communist or Romney's a liar. They just said, I love Obama. I want Obama. Uh, Ask this guy, you know, you want Romney. Why? Instead of him saying, because he's awesome. He goes, because Israel. He's going to save Israel. Okay. <laughs> what the fuck was that? I didn't know Israel was in trouble. Well, yeah. they're in the middle of the, the, well, the Middle East. They're surrounded by Arabs who hate them. So other than that, I mean, that's been going on since the 40s. Unbelievable. Well, uh, now before this last debate and before the debate, the second debate where Romney was talking about binders full of women, what a fucking asshole. Uh, There was the vice presidential debate, John. Do you remember that? Did you watch that? Oh, here it is. Here it is. Here's another one. I got I got another one real quick. This is another guy. This happened just today, Scott. Uh, he's walking through the crowd. He's asking him, you know, why you like Obama, why you like who, whatever. I'm TJ. I'm from Boston, Massachusetts. Romney's going to be the winner. Okay, let's move it around here. We got a Romney person here. Too. I think uh, Obama's math just doesn't add up. Okay, great. Okay, great. Obama. 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 After the healthcare that mess my best with was my worst with Mr. Obama. Okay. Romney. Thoughts? Just Romney. Obama all the way. 100% support. Obama understands the issue. Okay. Four more years. He doesn't cover up uh, scandals in the Middle East. What was the scandal that was covered Benghazi. up? What was the scandal? Oh, okay. Well, I mean... We Get to it. Ta- Nail it. What was the scandal? He said there was a video. It was not about the video. Yeah, it was right about the video. Read the newspaper. A- Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the video. Thank you very much. We're right back with more hardball. Uh, I didn't play the one about the Israel guy, but there was an Israel guy before that guy. But that was also an uncomfortable moment. Yeah. I, well, mean, <laughs> I mean, the whole crowd there. They can vote, really? These are the yeah. people that are allowed to vote? Obama! I know a friend of mine said, you know, there should be a test that you have to take before you're allowed to vote. Yes. There should be. So getting back to the vice presidential debate there, John. You know what the worst moment was? Do you remember the worst moment? Do no. you know what it was? Um, it's when Ryan told this story. He said, quote, Mitt Romney's a car guy. They keep misquoting him, but let me tell you about the Romney I know. This is a guy who, I was talking to a family in Norborough, Massachusetts the other day, Cheryl and Mark Nixon. Their kids were hit in a car crash, four of them. Two of them, Rob and Reed, were paralyzed. The Romneys didn't know them. They went to the same church they never met before. Mitt asked if he could come over to Christmas. He bought, brought his boys, his wife, and gifts. Later he said, I know they're struggling, Mark. Don't worry about their college. I'll pay for it. When Mark told me that story, because you know what? Mitt Romney doesn't <laughs> tell these stories. <laughs> so, Paul Ryan, blah, blah, the, blah, the question blah, was blah. about the auto industry. Right. 
And he gets into Mitt Romney being a car guy, and then he tells this story that has nothing to fucking nothing do, to do with, it, with the audience. That he's industry. paid for their college. Great, thanks. Okay. So Mitt Romney's a car guy. Now I'm going to tell you a story about a paralyzed kid. Um, so what, what the fuck is that segue? What's going on there? Do you know what's going on there, John? Do you know what? Oh, he's evading the question. No. It's no. deeper than that. Okay, it's sorry. more scummy and s- sleazy uh, than that. I was being nice. Um, Joe Biden. I'm trying to find the text here. Joe Biden. Lost his wife and his first daughter in a car accident. One week before Christmas. And one month before being elected president of the United States. So. He's telling the story about this car crash. Yeah. And, you know, when they put these debates together, they got their shit together. They right, got uh, right. how many people they're on the payroll. And some fucker in the GOP said, hey. Here, let's get them riled up. Here's Get this em. car crash story in there. And we're going to tell how great Mitt is because he's going to pay for their college. And I want somebody to fact check that. Did he pay for their college? Or is he setting money aside to pay for their college? Or is that another bullshit story? And you know what? And we'll tell what a great guy Mitt is, and we'll ruffle Biden's feathers. Because you you talk about this car crash where these kids got paralyzed. What a fucking scumbag. That alone. Right there, John. I'm done. Yeah. Done. Done. And you know what? If you were smart, and you know what? We need to get Marty on the show. You know, he's always clicking like Romney, Ryan. Why? Give us a reason. Just, well, we got to get somebody on apologize. in the next two weeks. I'll, I'll reach out to my cousin. Let's reach out to Marty. I'll reach out to TP again, see if he can have any time for us next week. Um, just a couple other political stories. So after the VP debate... You know what the Fox News GOP uh, spin was on that debate? No. That Biden either has dementia or was drunk during the debate. <laughs> because, I don't know, he was really rude, John. Did you notice that? He was really rude. Yeah, laughing. Yeah, that was rude. Um, Billy Graham. Billy Graham endorses Romney. John and Scott are a bunch of <laughs> fag enabling fools. Do you know who Billy Graham is? Yeah. He's that uh even, yeah, he's a preacher. He's uh responsible for um not responsible before he's a he's a huge voice in America because he, he represents the church. Yeah. So he endorses yeah. Romney, and then you yeah. know what he did? Yes. Right after no. the endorsement? No. He scrubbed his website of all references of calling Mormonism a cult. Ah. Uh. <laughs> yes. Yes. What a bunch of douches these guys are. So, John, in the next... Uh, Don't be ridiculous. Three weeks from now, we'll know. What we will know, John... Is if when uh, running for president, if you can and just sell this nasty, nasty bullshit, just say whatever comes into your head. Um, it's not based on evidence. It's not based on any facts. You can tell different lies to different audiences from week to week. 
We're going to see if the voters reward that. What do you think, John? Do you think the voters will reward that? What the fuck did I do wrong? I don't know. You're going to make a prediction. Ah, Who's going to win? Oh, Obama. 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 It's showtime. Well, there is uh, one last political story. Obama wins by a landslide. You know what poll in? You know what poll by a landslide he wins? No. The 7-Eleven Coffee Cup Survey. I heard that's a very accurate poll. It's never been wrong. Yeah. And what they do, 7-Eleven, when you go get coffee, they have two different cups. They have a Romney cup and Obama cup. And then they count how many Romney cups people drink coffee out of and how many Obama cups they yeah. drink coffee out of. And Obama is favored 57 to 43. So every 100 cups of coffee, 47 are Obama cups. Wow. 43 are Romney Savage. cups. They've only been doing this since 2000, but uh, they've never lost uh, the last three elections. Stop shouting. I'm not deaf. Um, they had Bush beating Gore in 2000. Yeah. Uh, they had, uh... Bush uh, beating... <laughs> Bush, Bush beating, beating uh, Kerry. And they had Obama right. beating McCain. So there's only three wow. elections for evidence, but, uh, the coffee, 7-Eleven coffee cup survey has Obama with a strong, strong lead, John. Strong lead. All right. It's out of sight. All right. Let me get the door. Oh, Hold my on. God. Did they fucking kill the quarterback? Wow. <laughs> Did you see all <laughs> He's the digging shit? grass out of his all face. All the shit in his face. Wow. All right, Chum. Get the door. Go get the door, man. Get the goddamn door. Oh, you know, when I walked away from... Hey, man! <laughs> <What>? <laughs> yeah? When I walked away from my mic, I knocked it a little bit. <laughs> Hold on, I gotta adjust. I gotta make some adjustments. Well, I can... I can make some adjustments here. <laughs> While Phil's sitting down. There we go. Oh, somebody on Facebook uh, asked, Hey, uh, what's happened to the time machine? Um, It's in the shop. Yeah, Told we'll get you that already. back. Fucking we'll listen to the out. show. Right on. God damn it. All right, John. When I, Phil looks ready, he's giving me the thumbs up. He's ready? Yeah. Of course, John. I'm always ready. Oh, oh wrong one. <laughs> it's almost Christmas, Scott. You too, Phil. Now, Thank you, John. award-winning PTN News, Phil McCracken Whitcomb. <laughs> Raymond Garcia fights stop sign, takes on cops. That's right, this is out of Roswell. A Roswell man is behind bars after police said he got into a fight with multiple police officers and a stop sign. 45-year-old Raymond Garcia was arrested last week following a long scuffle with police who used stun guns, pepper spray, and a baton to stop him. According to Roswell police... Officers were called to an intersection Friday following reports that the man was seen having an altercation with a stop sign. When approached, authorities say Garcia ran from officers. Police say two officers shot Garcia with taser darts, but he kicked <laughs> taser darts as they got close. Police 
say he wiped the pepper spray off his face and threw an officer's baton at them before being subdued. <laughs> Although oh police God. suspect that he was on drugs, well. they did not find any drugs on him. Garcia faces a number of charges as an unclear if he had an attorney. Next story's out. GOP Congressman Jason Chaffetz attacks Obama for lack of embassy security. Ask whether he would, he and his fellow Republicans voted to cut funding for embassy security. He replied, absolutely. Next story, John. <laughs> hey. While cops were tackling a drug woman at a festival, her bikini top somehow came undone. This was some bust, John. An Ocala woman who was arrested on charges of being drunk and disorderly during Leesburg's Biker Fest last year filed a lawsuit this week, according to law enforcement officials, that they knocked her down, knocked her front teeth out, and left her half naked for thousands to see. Ashley Davis, 32, was arguing with a friend's boyfriend when Leesburg police officers and Lake County deputy sheriffs asked her and her friend to leave. <laughs> you have trouble there, Phil? When she refused, Plappert, Plappert, said the officers tackled and tog-tied her. Tog-tied her. Handcuffed her hands and feet behind her back. During the tackle, her bikini top came off. With her breasts exposed, Davis was carried off in a golf cart through the crowd festival and take it to the police station where she remained topless for at least two hours. The booking room video camera captured the topless woman lying on the concrete floor. Davis, who is studying to be a nurse, was still half naked when she was transported to the Lake County Jail. That the way... The way she was treated was despicable. Plampert said, it was inhumane. Davis never filed a complaint with the Lake County Sheriff's Office. <laughs> Therefore, no investigation was conducted. Harrell said he could not comment further because a lawsuit is pending. Next story, John. Wow. A woman tells police that being a Republican should keep her out of jail. That's right. At a dinner at P.F. Chang's China Bistro, a woman told police... A man told police he was afraid the Council Bluffs woman might hurt one of the employees after she tried to eject her for her political rant. Diners at the West Des Moines <laughs> restaurant ran into two things that don't mix, alcohol and politics, long before President Barack Obama and former Governor of Massachusetts Mitt Romney meet in their second presidential debate after an encounter that neither candidate likely approved. Charlene Idell Hunsicker, 47, of Council Bluff, who was charged with public intoxication and harassment of public officials. Officers Chris Morgan said in his report that when he arrived, Hunsicker reportedly yelled at him and said he didn't need to be there because she was a Republican. <laughs> Next story, John. <laughs> Apple. I don't know if you've known this, John, but Apple has been suing Samsung. Yeah. Samsung. They lost Apple. The UK. This is Apple. I'm being Apple now. We lost billions in profits due to Samsung patent infringements. Judge. Okay. Well, then you are ordered to disclose details of sales, earnings, and profit margins on iPhones so we can verify your assertion. Apple. Uh... Never mind. <laughs> Next story, John. Big babies. 
Wait, you forgot to tell the story that they had to run an ad apologizing to Samsung. I'm sorry, John, I left that out of my copy. Apple, this just in. Apple had to run an ad apologizing to Samsung. Next story, John. Oh, yeah, and another thing. Florida man shits his pants <laughs> after what? getting punched by a cop. That's right. I brought some audio. A Golden Gate man was arrested Tuesday in an overdue rental van after authorities say he hit two vehicles, punched a police officer, and defecated in his pants. Naples police man looking for the William David Liddell, 45, after neighbors at the trailer park said he watched him hit a car on Murray Lane, according to the arrest report. What's this that said? Liddell. Liddell. Almost hit pedestrians as he sped away. Shortly after 8 p.m., officers on US-41 saw the 212 Ford van with his driver's side mirrors missing, which masked the suspected vehicle's description. The officer stopped the van when it parked at a nearby McDonald's. When Liddell saw the officer's approach, he started the engine to put the van in reverse. The officer opened the door and told Liddell he was under arrest. Liddell... <laughs> Lydell punched the officer who returned to punch and was struck by the driver's side door. The van stopped when it hit a patrol car. Lydell continued to struggle with officers as he was placed under arrest. While taking pictures of his injuries, the officer noticed Lydell had shit in his pants. Oh, God. Uh, as of Tuesday, he remained in Naples Jail Center in lieu of bonds totaling $221,000. Next story, John. <laughs> Hulk Hogan threatened to sue Bubba the Love Sponge for videotaping Hulkster banging his wife. Banging Bubba the Love Sponge's wife. Reminder, both men live in Florida, so their vote in November matters more than yours ever will. Next story, John. Right. Megan McCain, John. Megan McCain. Do you know who that is? Megan McCain. Yeah. That's John McCain's daughter. Is she a lesbian, John? LGBT, yeah. That's right. She says she's not voting with her vagina, presumably because voting <laughs> levers aren't placed low enough. Oh. When it comes to voting, Megan McCain, she is not relying on a certain part of her anatomy. As a pro-life female Republican voter, I'm not voting with my vagina, she told News Talk 92.3. McCain was speaking about the supposed war on women being waged by Republican candidates, including Representative Todd Akin's comments that women cannot be impregnated while being raped. McCain attributed the war on women to something that the media has built up and that women voters should focus on other issues in the election, not just the stereotypical birth control issues. I'm voting with my pocketbook when it comes to national security, not my vagina, she said. (laughs) Next story time. It's good to know. I brought some audio in for this next story, John. Colin Farmer, John. Colin a Farmer. He's a blind man. He was tasered by cops who mistook white cane for samurai sword. That's right. A blind man from Lancaster, England was tasered by police last wow. Friday. After they mistook his white cane for a samurai award. According to Sky News, stroke victim Colin Farber was hit in the back with 50,000 volt taser gun. After police had received reports that a man was spotted walking through town brandishing a samurai sword, Farber reportedly cried out, I'm blind! I'm blind! while collapsing but was still handcuffed by one of the officers. The whole thing was like being trapped in a nightmare. 
The man told Crowley Guardian after that he was initially thought that he was being attacked by some hooligans. Farmer was taken to the hospital for treatment. It was later released. It was absolutely terrifying. I thought, hey, Seki, I'm going to have another stroke, and this one is going to kill me, he said. <laughs> According to the Associated Press, Lancaster Police has expressed deep regrets over the horrible mishap. Next and last story, John. Next and last story. Robert and Amanda Laravie have been arrested, John. They are not husband and wife. They are siblings that were having sex. Not stealing a TV. (laughs) That's right, John. (laughs) Two siblings alibi for allegedly trying to steal a TV was incest. Police police report that Robert and Amanda Laravie were caught trying to steal televisions from a Springfield, Massachusetts bar Sunday night. A witness reported that the two entered the bathroom at Samuels at the Basketball Hall of Fame around 9 p.m. and started ripping the television off the wall. A manager and another employee locked the Laravies in the bathroom while they called police. When officers arrived, the pair reportedly claimed they weren't stealing the TV. They were having sex. Incest is illegal in Massachusetts and punishable by up to 20 years in prison. Upon further investigation of the scene, cops found that the TV had indeed been forcibly removed from the bathroom wall. Amanda, 30, and Robert, 38, were charged with larceny. Robert Laravie was also charged with threatening to commit a crime because he allegedly tried to beat up an arresting officer at the police station. And that's the news, John. I fill the crack and wake up with Total Talk nonsense. Well, I gotta go. That's the end of those Bears games. <laughs> you know, you couldn't invite me to yeah. stay. All right, bye-bye now. I'm gonna go Take anyway. Take care. So, <laughs> Wow. 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 So the Bears are gonna go 5-1, and one, Scott. 5-1. and one. How about that? There's 34 seconds left. And they and just they, scored a touchdown. They got a touchdown. Yeah, so, the game's uh-oh. not over, John. It's not I'll, over yet. They can do an onside kick. That's right. Get the ball back. That's right. And tie it up with a field goal. How about that? Wow. No. No, they wouldn't tie it up with a field goal. You yes. fucking chucklehead. <laughs> Do the math. To, oh, it's 13. It's 13. It's 13. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's something. Well, you know what that means, John. Yeah. 265 in the can hole. Right in the cornhole. Next week is Halloween. Uh, next month, Thanksgiving. We got Christmas the month after that. And then it's the new year, 2013. The fiscal cliff is looming large. Isn't the world supposed to end in 2012? Yeah, 2012. Maybe we should do a show on 21. Is it 2112? 2112? Yeah, that's right. Hold on, I had some audio to play. What is this? Please, Gary, step into my car. Oh, I get it. I'm supposed to get in your car and let you put your finger inside me. Then if I go down on you, I get a movie part. No, I just want to show you something. Yeah, I'll bet you do. Please, Gary, I'm not from Hollywood. I'm not going to fuck your mouth, and my time is extremely valuable. 
Do you All know right. that was from? Uh, no. That is from Team America. Oh, I forgot. Right. We'll have to talk about that next Team week. Team America. Because you can't remember yeah. uh, how Gary yeah. gets back on the team. Yeah. And team. so I I put some audio right. together that explains World that. World Police. World Police. Let me just cut and paste that right. into the 266 folder so I don't forget that. Right. Right on, John. All right, here we go. Onside kick, Scott. Here it is. Here it is. This is the game right here. Onside kick. Wouldn't that be something? Oh, they just Detroit won. Time out. Somebody called timeout. Timeout. Oh, that's that's lame. All right, you know what that means, Scott. This is. Uh, hey, hold on, hold on. Oh, sorry. Uh, Giants, Cardinals. Yeah. Who's winning that game? Do I you don't know. know. Giants. I don't know. That's seven. That's game seven, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, game seven. Game seven. And it appears that Obama won the third debate. All right, John, that's all I have. I'm sorry I interrupted your uh, your closing statements. Uh, the game is uh, looks like nine to nothing. Wow. The <laughs> Giants are going to the World Series. What inning? Uh, it's the ninth inning. Ninth inning. <laughs> so they, they could, won. You know, they could come back. No, they won. Oh, the it's Giants over. had last raps. I see. Last so bats. Over. Last raps. It's last bats. Bats. I don't know. Whatever the fuck they call it. Raps. Right from the bat, bats. John. It was always last bats. Oh, and the Bears got the ball. Oh, a kick to the head. Oh, that's that's. That's just uncalled for. Flag that. Flag that shit. All right, that's it for this week. I'm John. And I'm Scott. Say goodnight, Scott. Goodnight, Scott. You're listening to John and Scott. A Total Talk Nonsense.